You're listening to STS Podcast. We pray that this message will encourage you and give you hope throughout this week. Well, good morning, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, my name is Ryan. I have the honor of being the youth pastor here at Church of the Apostles. And uh, today's going to be a special morning. I'll get to that in, in just a second. But we're glad that you're here. Um, the guys and gals that you see on stage, they're all students like you. And uh, they serve in and out in our student ministry, do a phenomenal job um, of serving. And if you would like to be a part, we, we would love to have you join our student ministry team here that we uh, lead worship every Sunday. And um, if you want to be a part of that, and we have video announcements. We have all kinds of ways for you to serve in STS, and we want you to be a part. So um, if you want to be a part of that, please, please, please come and join us. God's going to do a lot of cool stuff this school year in and through y'all. I believe it. I know it because, man, he is on his throne, and this school year has not taken him by surprise. And so how many of you guys started school already? You're already in the thick of it. Uh, All right. How many of y'all start this week? A few of you? Okay. How many of you start in two weeks? That's good. All right. So how many of y'all will be back in September? How many of y'all will be in school in September? How about that? So here's what we want to do. A few weeks ago, we heard from one of our team members uh, named Rachel, and we heard her story. And one of the cool things that, that we want to do in STS, we want you guys to know who is serving you guys because we want you to know their story. I had the honor of meeting this young lady my very first time here, and she took me around the church, and she was actually a part of another ministry here at, uh, at Apostles. I got back in the truck and I called my wife and I was telling her all the ins and outs and, and I was like, this girl showed me around and she was pretty cool, but she doesn't work in SCS. She used to work in SCS, but she doesn't anymore, but I want her on my team. <laughs> and, um, and like, she's that awesome and I count her a blessing to be on our team. And I want you to hear her story, especially with you guys coming back, going back to school. Man, I want you to hear the story of what God has done in her life. We are honored to have Kristen on our team and y'all give a awesome, loud scream for Miss Kristen Waits as she comes up here. Oh, got a whistle too. So there you go. So, yeah, yeah, we're going to have a little, exactly, a little, Kristen, how are you this morning? I'm great, doing well. We had a fun fireworks show last night and just lit me up. Yeah. Good. (laughs) So last night, it was Smyrna's birthday last night. Happy birthday, Smyrna. I know. Yeah. And And Natalie's. Yeah, and Natalie's birthday. There was a few of you that had a birthday yesterday. And their fireworks were just, they said it was Smyrna, but it was actually for you, Natalie. Me and Rich, we we worked on that. Happy birthday. Um, But but, uh, so a lot of y'all came over to the house last night and played Smash Brothers and ate a bunch of barbecue and played outside and it was good. But the fireworks, it was the most anticipation I've ever had for fireworks because they were supposed to start at nine. But they didn't start till 9.45. And so it was, uh, it was a little crazy, but... They were good. They shot them off. Fun. So, Kristen, tell us a little about yourself. How old are you? And I know that's probably not nice to ask a, a, a girl how old they are, but I think you're young enough, so I think it, it won't matter about that. No, so what kind of what things do you enjoy doing? That, I mean, what do, you, what do you like to do for hobbies? Knit. Skills. What <laughs> skills do you have? So tell us a little about yourself. So my name's Kristen, for those of you who don't know me. And um, I am 28, going on 29, old. <laughs> old. 
Hold, hold, hold. <laughs> My life's almost over. Um, but um, just kidding. So, yeah, I'm in my late 20s. And Jenny and I live, we're roommates, if y'all don't know that, Jenny Sessoms and I, and we live at this awesome apartment complex just a little bit of ways up north. And um, we live on the river, and there's a coffee shop there, and so I like to spend a lot of my time there. Some of y'all have been there with me. And um, so yeah, coffee is one of my best friends. Mm, what kind, what, how do you take your coffee, Kristen? Black. Black, but cold though. Yes, I like iced black coffee. I heard you, Lena. <laughs> so. um, yes, iced coffee during the summer. I just can't drink hot coffee during the summer. It's weird to me, so. Um, and yeah, I like to be on the river. I have a few kayaks and tubes and all that stuff. So if you ever want to go down the Chattahoochee with us, Willie, you're more than welcome to. So yeah, I just love being outside. A lot of y'all keep commenting that I'm burnt. So it's just what happens when you're redhead and fair skin and you live outside. So yeah, I like to be outside, I like to be with friends, just being active. So. And how long have you served at Apostles here? A little over six years, which is crazy. It was my, I've been here since I was straight out of college. So this has been my first big girl job. <laughs> awesome. But I've awesome. been familiar with the church for a while. My dad works here and he's the money man for apostles and leading the way and so I didn't grow up going to church here but I've always been familiar with it and sometimes would come to Christmas Eve service or go hang out in somebody's office and bug them while my dad was working and but yeah as far as actually being a member here and serving in STS or at apostles it's been six years and where 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 did you grow up where'd you go to school all that good stuff I grew up in East Cobb, and so I grew up at Eastside Baptist Church, which is also a school. I know Hallie and some other people went to Eastside Christian School. That's where I went from first grade through eighth grade. And I think I had a graduating class, or you know, eighth grade graduating class of about 40 people from Eastside. And then I went to Walton where I had 800 people in my freshman class. And so big adjustment, but getting involved, getting plugged in definitely helps with that. So yeah, I just grew up not too far from here. I've always lived in Georgia. I went to college at Valdosta State University. So where is that? if you get on 75 South and just drive four hours, you will be there right before you hit the Florida line. So it's on the Georgia, Florida line. Mm. Um, no, it's on the, it's cause it's in Georgia. It's right. Georgia, Florida line. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so tell us about your family dynamic. You have some brothers and mom and dad, mm -hmm. dad works here. Yep. And tell us a little bit about that. So I have two brothers. Uh, Brad is two years older than me, and then Adam's five years younger than me. And we're close, and so I grew up with boys, and uh, we're all, well, my mom is not athletic, but my dad and my brothers are. So I grew up just being outside a lot. 
I guess you could have called me kind of a tomboy growing up. I had stuffed animal dogs instead of dolls. So I've never been like a girly girl. But yeah, it was fun growing up with brothers. Uh, I think they toughened me up and we just goof off a lot. And uh, my dad works at the church. He's worked here for a long time. And then my mom, she stayed home with us. And so, yeah, always got to come home to a warm, welcoming home um, when I was younger. And so yeah, my parents live in Kennesaw and both of my brothers live around here. So it's, it's nice we get to all see each other and hang out and don't have to travel to visit each other. So dad worked in a, in a, at, a, at the church for as long as you can remember, I guess. And I, I don't wanna assume, but I, I kinda know the answer to this question, but you grew up in a Christian home. Yes. And so remember going to church, you got saved. When did you tell us about you coming to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Tell us about that. Uh, so, yes, both of my parents are believers and they raised my brothers and I like uh, brought us to church and we would have family devotions and um, just very involved and you know my parents as we were growing up taught us to the best of their ability and just always between my one of my grandmothers and or both of my grandmothers at the time and just different people always had like strong believers in my life and so when I was six I vaguely remember this but my parents you know have told me since then but when I was six I think I was coming home from a Wednesday night uh, riding with my parents and my brothers and just asked them how can I have Jesus in my heart and so when we got home my parents uh, sat me down and just explained the gospel to me and explained what it means to follow Jesus and surrender your life to him and as best I could as a six-year-old, I understood it. And my pastor at the time came over the next day and we just sat down and he read some scripture to me and just tried to explain it further. And um, so that's when I would say, you know, I started having an interest in the things of the Lord, but definitely, so I went to a Christian school, elementary and middle school, that was more, uh, I didn't really have a relationship with him until I was a sophomore in high school. And so uh, elementary and middle school was more, you know, I would go to church and I guess try to be a good person. And, and I mean, I, I knew who Jesus was and, and God and the Holy Spirit and believed in them and, um, you know, would say that I loved him and had a relationship. But just now looking back, I definitely see that you know, in Bible class, I would memorize the scripture we were about to have to quote to get a grade on. I'd memorize it right before class, spit it out, get an A on it, and then forget it. So, I mean, I just was kind of going through the motions and just more caring about who my friends were and self-image and just having fun. Um, Jesus definitely, even though I was very involved in youth group and going to a Christian school and I wasn't like doing horrible things, but my focus in my life was definitely not centered around Christ. And so um, I went to Walton and struggled my freshman year, not, 
I mean, I made friends and got involved, but just made poor decisions my freshman year. And I could just sense something was off and just didn't sense peace or joy. And um, I went on this, I think it was a, yeah, it was a choir tour. I was in Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat with my, we used to have church choirs back in the day, (laughs) the Baptist church. And so we went to Germany and my older brother was there and a bunch of people that I've grown up with. And, you know, when we would have kind of our downtime, I just noticed a bunch of people reading their Bibles, talking about the Lord, journaling. And I mean, that was the last thing on my mind, even though I was, you know, on a mission trip. I just realized that something was different and these people really wanted to spend time with the Lord and talk about them and they have a relationship. And so, so it was great. I was there with leaders and friends that I've known my whole life. And so I got to talk to a few of them. And so I would say my beginning my sophomore year of high school is when I really started pursuing a relationship with the Lord and, um, and actually talking to him about what he wants me to do with my life. When you started that, when you kind of just started going all in for Jesus, did that, did everything change? Everything was hunky dory. Everything was easy. You woke up every morning. There was no struggles. Your homework was done before you ever did it. It was one of the, did y'all get that? Um, your homework can't get be, be done before you do it. Just, just make sure you're there. But that you got up and everything was just, there was no struggles at school. There was no fighting with your friends. I mean. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, not at all. No. So tell us, tell us how you kind of, I mean, being a, being a Christian in high school, being a Christian in middle school and high school is tough. It's hard and it, and it hasn't gotten easier. How did you try to try to point toward yourself towards Jesus in those in those times of of struggle, and then maybe come back from a time of of falling down and scraping your knee, that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you know any of y'all who are following the Lord and in a relationship with Him, y'all can all attest to things don't just get perfect and easy. A lot of times they get harder, but we do have the hope of Christ. And, um, and so for me, a huge part of it was who I surrounded myself with. And I mean, believe me, we could talk one-on-one and I could go into much more detail, but I made, I definitely made many poor choices and sinned each and every day and, um, you know, have done a lot of things that I'm not proud of, but, I can just see God's hand and protecting me and just leading me to where he wants me to go. And, um, and so I would say a huge part of, uh, you know, whether I was in a rough season and um, I would have a change of heart or it was the people I surrounded myself with and the community. And so in high school, you know, my family, friends and youth group, um, I definitely had friends at Walton, um, played sports there and was involved in different things. But my like, you know, when you're friends with believers, like-minded people, you just, your depth of friendship is just so much deeper. And so those friends uh, went to church with me and um, 
and I had some ladies, you know, Linda and just different ladies pour into me um, throughout my high school years and they would, you know, I'll never forget, they would spend their afternoon or their evening or their morning praying with me, um, letting me just be gut level honest with them, um, encouraging me, um, sharing their life experiences with me and just, you know, I just knew they weren't judging me and they weren't looking down on me. And so definitely having people pour into me and just surrounding myself with people that, that wanted to talk about the things of the Lord. You know, we could have tons of fun, but also in a pure manner, I guess. So so, so you graduate high school, go to college. You went to college. What did you study in college? Public relations, speech communications. I guess that's the... Title. The title. Um, during that point, you know, it's easy just to, to just go search out jobs and try to find a job, but working at a church is, it really is a calling. And, um, you know, working with teenagers and especially student ministry, because you're not wor just working with teenagers, you're working with their parents, you're working with their brothers and sisters, you're working with their grandparents, aunt and uncles, friends, you're working with a wide array of people. And so, being called, or excuse me, serving at a church truly is a calling. And when did you feel like like this was something that you wanted to do? You wanted to serve Jesus and, and serve people, specifically students? Uh, I never had some moment where I just felt like one day I'm going to work in ministry, but really just growing up and watching people um, who were involved in ministry. And then when I was later in high school, I sat in and just kind of helped facilitate and lead like a middle school girls Sunday school class. And, um, and then when I was in college, I discipled girls. And so it kind of just been overall a lifestyle for me and just something that I mean, I, I knew I always wanted someone pouring into me and I always wanted to be pouring into somebody else and involved at church. And so it was more of, that was just part of who I was, who I am. And so senior year of college, I mean, really, I thought that I was gonna be an event planner in Charleston and that's what I was 100% pursuing and had opportunities there, but um, God opened the door here and they were very patient with me because I spent many months praying about it because I had my plan. But when I learned about this opportunity, it just seemed to fit and make sense. But there was definitely a, a battle there between me and the Lord, you know, like giving up what I thought I wanted to do. And But yeah, it was definitely the... I want to say the easiest decision when I finally got there and like just allowed God to kind of take over. And so it just made sense to, to be here and, and I've loved it. So I've learned a lot um, and just, I think we say this all the time, like it's hard to believe that this is our full-time gig because we just love y'all and love being with you and your family so much. What are some things that in in this ministry that just brings you joy? What what are some things that you do and ways that you get to serve that just fulfill your heart? 
like, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a good day, that kind of thing. I would say things like last night at the cookout, um, you know, a lot of y'all were there, some of your parents and younger siblings stayed, and just getting to be in your lives um, doesn't have to be like a formal setting, but just uh, getting to know your heart, um, you know, if someone calls me or texts me late at night needing to talk, like I'm love being there. Might not have all the answers, probably won't, but just having the opportunity to hear your heart, um, no matter what's going on, whether you're excited about something or struggling or ashamed or whatever it may be, just getting to hear your heart and just be there and pray with you and for you and to know you and your family. Like that's, I love that. Yeah, that God would call us here is, is a big deal. We count our privilege. Man, we wake up and we get we get to serve you guys. We get to hang out with you guys, and, and we count it a blessing. And, and I know Kristen absolutely loves doing what she does. She loves encouraging y'all. And then she'll come in my office and just say, hey, man, let me tell you about something awesome that happened today uh, with one of our teenagers. And it's such an encouragement to hear that. Kristen, what... What's one way, I mean, out of, this has been such an encouragement, but what maybe specifically through your story, you could encourage our students? How would you do that? If you could, and you have, if you could furthermore or continue to do that, what would you say or how would you do that? So I'm going to read from Romans 12, and it's a few verses, so bear with me. But Romans 12, beginning in verse 3, and I left my ESV Bible at home, so I'm going to... Pull it up here. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Um, and I'll kind of backtrack and I'll get back to why I read these, but when I was in college, my first summer, or yeah, the summer after my freshman year, I went to something called Beach Project, and that's where you live at the beach all summer and with a ministry called Campus Outreach, and, and they help be confident in sharing your testimony and I mean, you learn a lot of things and do a lot of things, but that's one of them. And I just remember that that first half of the summer, I was really at times anxious and more timid to share my testimony because I just felt like it was really boring and that, you know, to the world or, you know, to whoever, that it, there was nothing edgy or exciting or something that made me stand apart from other testimonies or like other testimonies I had heard. And every, it was like once a week, we, they would draw from a bowl. And if your name was drawn, you had to share your testimony in front of hundreds of people. And so I just always remember being like, don't let me get chosen. Like, I do not want to go up there. 
But just throughout that summer, there was a girl, my room leader, and then my team leader, just different people really helped me. And most importantly, the Lord just helped me see that no matter what your story is, like the point of sharing your testimony, it's not about you. It's not to reflect yourself or anything that you have done or haven't done. It's all about God's grace and mercy and forgiveness. And so no matter what your story is, it's what Christ has done and we're to point others to Christ. And so that really helped me because, I mean, I just used to be like, maybe I'm not a Christian because my story is just really boring and there's nothing there that's exciting. So, I mean, I really did have a genuine struggle for a while, but since then God's just shown me that to be thankful for that. Like I'm thankful that I haven't gone through things that a lot of people have and I'm grateful for his protection. And so I read those verses to y'all from Romans, just no matter what your gifts are, no matter what your personality is, no matter what family you were born into, God has a purpose for you. And if you're a believer, God's given you gifts and, you know, some are, are more in the background, some are more in the foreground, but they're all equal and they're all given to us to point others to Christ and to serve and glorify Christ. And so just want to encourage y'all with that because I know that's been, and there's so much more to my story that I can share. I know we're limited on time, but just that's been another struggle thinking like throughout when I was younger, like, why didn't you make me look like this? Or why isn't my personality more like this person's? But God just keeps taking me back to we're all members of one body and no matter what part you are, you're, we're all equally important in his eyes. And, and so I just want to encourage y'all with that and just to be grateful for where the Lord has you. And one verse that my aunt used to always share with me when I was in college is 2 Timothy 1.7. And there's different translations, but it's, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. That's just always stuck with me, you know, whether I'm sharing my faith or anything, just God has given us all we need. Um, and so I just want y'all to live victorious lives in him. That's so, that really is an encouragement because like Kristen said, I think the fear, especially those of you who've gone to church for a long time and grown up in church or maybe older or even younger, and you're like, man, I really haven't done anything bad, like bad. And I mean, what I've done wrong is put Jesus on the cross. Of course, the sins that I've committed have put Jesus on the cross. But I, I don't have this this humongous testimony of, of really tough things. And I think for some of us, that the enemy uses that to shut us down. Because we, we feel like, oh, we've got to have these, these huge stories. I would say, and you've probably seen this true as well, but when we've shared our testimonies and we've been with believers who have had stories like that, stories that, um, things in their lives that are just tough things that they've either strong addictions or they've done something bad enough to go to jail or something like that, the response is generally they look back at us and say, man, I wish I had your story. I wish, I wish I could have had a story like yours. And I look at that and I, I'm thankful like you. I, 
I think God's given us all a story. And whatever God's done in your life right now, he's using to mold you to share your story with others because he doesn't want you to, to be silent about it. Because listen, we have Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and that is a big deal. And you are literally in the biggest mission field you'll ever be in right now, middle school and high school. And we wanna, we wanna help you, we wanna pour into you, we wanna encourage you that, that you can make a difference now. Like don't wait till you're in college, don't wait till you're married. You can make a difference now, and we want to we want to really pour that into you this this school year and really help equip you. So we've got some changes coming up in our Sunday morning programming, and we want you to be a part of that. And we've got a lot of cool things going on, not just events and and things, but there's just a lot of things that we're going to be doing to pour into you guys to raise you up, hopefully, to know Jesus and to make Him known. Don't get me wrong. I don't know why this just came to my mind. Don't get me wrong. There have been many hard seasons in my life, mm. like seasons mm. of paralyzing anxiety, of rebellion, of questioning God, doubting God. So please, if y'all have any questions, I would love to talk to you, you know, whether it's today or next week or next month. So I just don't want to paint a picture of like, my life's been easy. And no, no. And that's why I said <laughs> um, earlier, the when you became a Christian, it wasn't and if and she said it beautifully if anything it got harder but man jesus is on her side and he brings us back to him and that's why you know we sang that this morning and i have struggles and i've had struggles being a believer christian has as well and and uh there it's not like rainbows come out every time we walk out the door and we have to rely on him so we'd love to share our story with you and uh, we just for the sake of time don't have enough time to get down in there but man we we would love to talk to you about that and we would love to help you form your testimony because the cool thing about it is is Kristen was right it's not about us it's about what Jesus has done in and through us and we want to share that with others and that's a big deal that is a big deal and you all have a testimony and um, you can share that. That's the easiest way to share the gospel is what God has done in your life. So, Kristen, you're awesome. Thank you so much for sharing Thanks your for story. Listening. Y'all give it up for Kristen. Thank you. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray over her and for her before we leave. So let's pray. God, we love you. And we thank you for this morning. Thank you for Kristen. And thank you for her being a part of our team. Thank you for her sharing her story with us this morning, Lord, of uh, grace and redemption. Lord, thank you that we can always run back to you, Lord, that um, you're waiting on us even when we run away. Lord, um, Lord, you've given us a story in our hearts that uh, is totally for you. So Lord, I thank you for her and I pray that, that you would bless her and as she serves our student ministry, as she serves our teenagers, Lord, I pray that you would just give her wisdom. And uh, Lord, I pray that these girls in here uh, would go to her um, in times of need. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would just uh, continue to bless her, continue to bless our team, continue to bless STS, Lord. As we go to uh, our big service, Lord, I pray that you would just uh, let us worship you in spirit and truth. Lord, let us uh, hear something from Dr. Youssef that that would uh, prick our hearts to know you and want to know you more. So, Lord, uh, be with us this week. Bring us back Wednesday night. And um, just keep doing what you're doing, Jesus, and it's in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can check out other messages of this and other series at stsatlanta.org slash podcast. 
Have a blessed day and hope to see you soon.